Dun, da, da, dun. Welcome back to diary entry number two. Haven't done one of these in a while. Um, because I've been going through it and kind of in a good way. What is up, my lovely people? I hope you are having a fabulous day and everything is going amazing for you. I'm back with episode two of my little self-development series and I've made it so that each episode can kind of stand on its own and be its own little lesson. Uh, But don't worry, if you missed the last one, you can still get caught up. Uh, But let's just get this out of the way. You are not special. And now sit back and enjoy the show. Now, by this time, a month had passed since I recorded my last diary. The date is July 25th, 2020, and I was trying to keep myself occupied with studying for math and trying to learn guitar and taking long walks listening to podcasts. My dad's job underwent a shift rebid, so he was now working swing shift after being on day shift for 20 years, which was definitely an added stressor on my family. But I was trying to stay positive and deal with my personal issues the only way I knew how, which was bottling it up inside and not telling anyone. (laughs) I'm kind of realizing that I don't need to be as perfect as I I think I have to be. Although that doesn't mean I'm not going to try, but (laughs) I am on a, a journey. And I've said that before. That sounds so literally like the dumbest thing ever. Like, obviously, everyone's on a journey. But I am very determined. I'm in a program called the Knowledge Society, which we all refer to as TKS. And one of the things they preach a lot is this idea of done is better than perfect. It's better to have something done rather than perfect because you can analyze your work a lot easier and get it out into the world for feedback rather than droning over every little thing that you could change. It's something that I practice a lot nowadays and always try to follow up on old projects to see what I could change. I hadn't really internalized this notion at this point in my life because for a long time it was always that everything had to be the best it could be without any breaks or doubts. I realize now that it was kind of a childish way of thinking and it gave me a lot more stress and anxiety over the biggest projects and hurdles in my life and I was worried about every little thing and in a way I felt like my life was over if it wasn't my best work. I know now that sometimes my best work comes from ideating, creating, and then revising even after I've put things out. For example, Project Firefly is something I've worked on all throughout the summer and the past few months. We started the project in April of 2021 and worked on it throughout that month and into May. And it was definitely a bit of an odd start. We had to recreate our team with one new member since our priorities weren't in line. And then three days before the due date, one team member completely dropped out and didn't tell any of us. So now it's me and my two friends, Jesse and Soliana, trying to pick up building a website, writing all the articles, putting together a pitch and designing the logo all by ourselves without that fourth person. So nonetheless, It was a very stressful time, but we got it all done and we ended up winning. 
and it wasn't completely perfect, but we decided that it was better to present something that was semi-fleshed out after spending so many hours on it leading up to the pitch, and Jesse did an absolutely incredible job, and we ended up winning two awards in that hackathon. Now, we could have stopped there, but we got to talking, and we wanted to take our idea a little bit further, so we went to revising our quote-unquote done project, and did a lot of thinking about where we wanted it to go and eventually ended up entering in another competition called the Moonshot Pirates. We put in a lot of work over the summer making it the best we possibly could and by the end of the competition we were so much more confident in our idea, our knowledge of the industry and everything in between, so much so that we literally won first place. Now I think back to that and realize that if I didn't value the done over perfect mentality, I would have never been able to submit a project to the hackathon and in turn never would have had the experiences or the willingness to go back through and submit it to another competition. I knew that it would take time and a lot of work, but we all came out on the other end being so much more knowledgeable in the topic and I was always so grateful for that lesson. You know, I'm on a journey and as cliche as it sounds, we really all are. It's up to us to make the decision to step up to the plate and improve or get dragged along with all the stressors of life. I made the choice of working on myself whenever I could and taking more risks and that benefited me in the long run. Everyone else's journeys will be so different and the crazy thing is that's completely normal and valid. Keep working on yourself and there will be things that you learn that no one else can take away from you. I guess that is the song. that I will be playing, learning to play. And um, I, (sighs) they announced that school will be um, started at least for the first 90 days to be online only, meaning I'm not gonna see anyone which gives me more time to glow up, so to speak. I shared that song initially to hold myself accountable for learning it. Uh, the piece is called Bark sur Lyoshon by this composer Maurice Ravel. And I'm sorry if I butchered that. Um, it's French, so pardon, pardon me. <laughs> but it is still one of my favorite pieces to this day, and I'm still learning it, believe it or not since I took a break from piano for a bit, Um, but I'm even more excited to learn it than ever. But that being said, I wasn't learning piano for me. I was learning it because I felt like I needed to for other people. Piano's always been a huge part of my life since I could talk, basically. Music has been something I've always been super passionate about, but from around seventh grade to the summer of my sophomore year, I was playing piano strictly to win competitions and impress my teacher. You know, I love my teacher, and he's the best guy in the world, shout out to you, Raja, but I realized that I didn't truly want to play for that reason. I love music because it was an escape, and making it something that I had to do strictly to win competitions made me fall out of love with it. This is a message to everyone who is currently doing something that they used to love and has since grown to dislike or thinks it's time for a change. I would suggest just taking a break first off. 
just to give your mind some time to think about the activity or task at hand and then either change your environment or your mindset. What I mean by that is maybe it's the people you're doing it with. I know I feel suffocated when I do certain activities with certain groups of people and better when I'm by myself doing the same exact thing. Or maybe it's one place that gives you anxiety, like a specific dance class or gym. Change it up if you can. And the other thing is your mindset. That's the main thing that I changed. It took a pretty good solid three-month break from piano, something I've been playing virtually every day for the last 13 years, and that gave me a lot of time to reevaluate why I love music. I love piano because it was relaxing. I love the feeling of being able to just create something beautiful with only your hands and an instrument and maybe some sheet music. I just love the feeling of sitting down and just playing. So I started playing again for my own enjoyment and I've never been happier with it. I have a new approach to practicing and finding new pieces. And today I played for two hours just experimenting with new random like French pieces and it's no longer to show off. It's to complete me. Now about the glow up. It would be almost a full year until I could say I had glowed up and it wasn't in the way I expected. I wanted to go back to school with a snatched bod, an attitude, a fierceness that I never had before, and I really believed that I would go back to school as a completely different person. And don't get me wrong, I definitely came out of this school as someone different, but I had no idea what my journey held in store for me. So how could I tell myself I was going to come out the other end as some sort of bad bitch, you know? I kind of hate the word glow up now because it implies that you were somehow bad before, Uh, I was never bad. (laughs) I just had a way of looking at things that wasn't productive to me. It may work for some people, but in my head, it really just brought me down. I saw this whole quarantine thing as a chance to reinvent myself, but again, I was thinking in terms of just other people. The biggest changes happened when I started truly focusing on myself and how I felt rather than just seeing myself as a mannequin for others to look at. And I think of it like that, and right now... I am truly just trying to occupy my time in the best way that I can possibly think to occupy it while eating right and spending time with my sisters and just painting and composing and playing piano and feeling everything that I want to feel in this moment. Wow, something I agree with for once. (laughs) You have to give yourself time to feel what you need to feel, especially when you're growing up as connected as we are now. You know, I talk a lot about social media and how much there is on the internet, so much to the point where we don't even have to truly think for ourselves. There's always an opinion out there. There's always something that someone else is doing, some bad things happening in the world, and we are constantly exposed to it. It is hammered into our brains. Until I was isolated, I didn't realize how much was truly so unnecessary. Like, I may sound like a broken record at this point, but really, it's so true. If you were to just take a walk and listen to nothing, absolutely nothing, no headphone, no phone, nothing, how much more would you recognize about the world around you? That dog walking across the street, that old lady that sits there every day watching the sunset, how humans eating mushrooms was just a lot of trial and error, the error being death. You know, like just little things like that. I never gave myself time to think or feel because I was so engulfed in the online world. Fast, exposed, and consumable. You know, relax, take it one step at a time, and find times in the day where you can unplug and really just sit with your thoughts and not be bombarded by everyone else's opinions.
I'm realizing that my teenage years, I will, I'm going to look back on them and think I regretted thinking that way. Because I know that at this moment in time, I look back at the pictures where I thought I was fat, and I'm like, there's no fat there. So now looking at me and being heavier than I was then, I just, I'm realizing this is my quote unquote teenage life crisis and I'm going to get through it and I just need to live my life right now and let all of the notes fall into place to make a beautiful piece of art because if no one else is going to become an abstract thought it's going to be me i'm not sure if i've talked about my picture history but i'll break it down real quick for you i was never really conscious about how i looked in pictures and would make tons of weird faces and really was never held back by the thought that i didn't look good and therefore wasn't good enough Uh, But middle school was when I started to get a little bit self-conscious, and from there until about six months ago, I was completely obsessed with every picture that was taken of me. I wanted to make sure I looked perfect in everything, and we've talked about how damaging this mindset is. Recently, I looked back at the photos where I thought I was unhealthy or overweight and realized that I seriously was not even close to anything of the sort. But this is the power of the mind. I believed I was unhealthy, so I became unhealthy. If I never would have fixated on that fact in the first place, I don't think there would have been this much of a struggle, or it would have been less painful at least. I can look back at photos and feel the sadness radiating off of myself, even if I was smiling or seemed to be happy, I knew the truth. I didn't love myself, or who I had become, and it took me a while to get that back, but now I feel so much happier in my skin. I'd like to end off with the last three things I said in this recording. I just need to live my life right now. That's what I was trying to tell myself, and I truly didn't believe it. I thought that my life at that point in time had to be dedicated to being perfect, and in reality, that really was my downfall. I would continue to try to preoccupy my time so I didn't truly have to think, and until I started actually thinking, I wasn't going to get anywhere. Let the notes fall into place to become a beautiful piece of art. Life has a strange way of creating melodies and harmonies that we don't really think align and then end up melding together in the most beautiful, amazing way possible. But if you don't listen, and I mean truly listen to the entire song, you miss that beauty. I like what I said there, even if I didn't know how those notes would fall, I would still try to listen. And finally, become an abstract thought. I love this quote, and I'm not entirely sure who said it or if I made it up. Feel free to let me know. I don't want to take credit, but uh, either way, it's all about your mind. The people in my life who are intricate human beings and have things to say and places to be and people to meet all have one thing in common. They think, and they make others think. I want to be the type of person that inspires others, sure, but more than that, I want to be the person that makes others think about their life the world, and everything under the sun. You know, it brings me so much joy when someone tells me that they've been thinking about what I said in a conversation the other day, or they thought about what I said and they decided to try something new. Like, seriously, 
it blows my mind. It's the best feeling in the world. So I'm going to leave you with this. Take your destiny into your own hands. Try to make others think. Become that abstract thought. Because if not you, then who else? Thank you so much for listening. I'm having a lot of fun recording these episodes, so stay tuned every Thursday for the next one. One more time, you're not special, but you can be revolutionary if you put your mind to it. See ya!